0: I said I'd put stuff out there, people of anchor, and I apologize for not doing so. I will put some up there tomorrow, as soon as I wake up. And if not when I wake up, then a little while after that. I had a busier day of work than I thought, and I'm far more exhausted than I had planned on being. Have a good night. Hey everyone. I know it's later than I said. But I woke up this morning to an announcement about a potential tropical storm headed towards my area. Well, thankfully it looks like it won't be here till tomorrow, but I had to get the yard all ready and all that. Anyways, on with the show. On His Blindness by John Milton When I consider how my light is spent... Ere half my days in this dark world and wide, and that one talent which is death to hide, lodged with me useless, though my soul more bent, to serve therewith my maker, and present my true account, lest he return and chide. Doth God exact day labour, light denied? I fondly asked. But patience, to prevent that murmur soon replies, God does not need either man's work or his gifts. Who best bear his mild yoke, they serve him best. His state is kingly, thousands at his bidding speed, and post o'er land and ocean without rest, they also serve, who only stand and wait. On His Blindness by John Milton The Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll Twice we lag in the slightly troves to gyre and jimble in the wave, all mimsy with the burrow groves and the mome baths out grabe. Beware the jabber walk, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that snatch. Beware the jubjub bird and shun that frumous rando snatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the man, man max foam he sought, so rested he by the tum-tum tree and stood a while in thought. And as if a fish thought he stood, the jabberwock, with eyes of flame, came whiffing through the toldry wood, and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through, the whirlpool blade went snack. he left it dead, and with its head, he went galumping back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy, or fabulous day, callahoo, Kelly. He chortled in his joy. Twispery lag and the slithy to gyre and jimble in the wave. All Mimsy with the burrow grows and the mome res outgrabe. The Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. And now for a monologue. This is from one of my favorite movies, Rocky Balboa. This is Rocky speaking to his son. You used to feel right here. I'd hold you up to say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody I ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you every day. It was like a privilege. To the time you come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out there and give what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not point fingers saying you ain't what you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what, no matter what happens. You're my son, and you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Rocky from Rocky Balboa to his son. The Fox and the Crow from Aesop's Fables One bright morning as the fox was following his sharp nose through the woods in search of a bite to eat, he saw a crow on the limb of a tree overhead. This was by no means the first crow the fox had ever seen. What caught his attention this time and made him stop for a second look was that the lucky crow held a bit of cheese in her beak. "'No need to search any further, thought Sly Mr. Fox. "'Here is a dainty bait for my breakfast.' "'Up he trotted to the foot of the tree in which the crow was sitting, "'and looking up admiringly, he cried, "'Good morning, beautiful creature!' "'The crow, who had cocked to one side, watched the fox suspiciously. "'But she kept her beak tightly closed on the cheese and did not return his greeting. "'What a charming creature she is,' said the fox.' How her feathers shine! What a beautiful form and what splendid wings! Such a wonderful bird! She'd have a very lovely voice, since everything else about her is so perfect. Could she sing just one song? I know I should hail her, queen of birds. Listening to these flattering words, the crow forgot all her suspicion, and also her breakfast. She wanted very much to be called queen of birds. So she opened her beak wide to utter her loudest caw, and down fell the cheese straight into the fox's open mouth. Thank you, said Master Fox sweetly as he walked off. Though it is cracked, you have a voice sure enough, but where are your wits? Moral The flatterer lives at the expense of those who will listen to him. And now I'm going to start doing a new segment. I'm going to give quotes of the day. And the Daily Bible verse or verses from the U Version app. Today's quote comes from Benjamin Disraeli and it is never apologize for showing feeling. When you do so, you apologize for the truth. Today's verse comes from Second Corinthians chapter three, is actually verses four through six. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. That was 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4-6. through 6 and I read from the ESV English Standard Version. Have a great day. Finally, on this day, in 1963, Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech in front of the Lincoln Memorial. I'm going to put up next a recording of it. Unfortunately, if you're not listening to me on Anchor, you won't be able to hear it. But I suggest going to YouTube and searching for it, as you can find several versions up there. Have a great day, and may we never forget his dreams. God bless.